Saturday, the 20th of May, 2022, Scrappy Murphy's in Birmingham, 7pm. Be there. The Chronicles of Podcast Live. Tickets on sale now. Go to www.ctickets.com. It's about getting into schools and talking to young people because, you know, I, I know that people can change. Uh, and, it, and it's about talking to people and getting them to understand and perhaps step back from violence and, and prejudice and whatever. And we just need to work together and keep on the good fight there. Absolutely. Hey there, guys. We are ecstatically happy to announce that we are associated with the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. The times are changing, and with the unfortunate death of Sophie, those changes have made a massive impact for the future. If Sophie was with us still today, I can guarantee what you are doing will still be reaching so many lives of young teenagers, young adults, and those who wish to be as different as possible. So thank you very much. To find out more about this incredible foundation and all the work they do, and more importantly, how you can help, head on over to www.sophielancasterfoundation.com. Hi, my name is Jessica Durbin. I am the owner of Bodyscape Boudoir, and you guys are watching the Chronicles of Podcast with Tom and Jamie. the right let's take the head at the same time oh my god this is fun let's do this for a while it's the chronicles of podcast welcome to the 38th edition jamie is it the chronicles of jessica durbin yes it is mr stevens wonderful shall we get this show on the road i think we definitely should Wonderful, I like driving. Hit it! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 38th edition of the Chronicles of Podcast. And... Are the Chronicles of Jessica Durbin? It is I, the bearded brummy Jamie, a joy move ever as always. Is this handsome fellow? It's the Scotsman Tom. <laughs> I, I feel like because you did a home run, I'll do an over in cricket. I like I just, it. I like yeah, it. I don't know. Why are the sports references at the start of the show? Uh, what's going on, boys? <laughs> it's the least sportiest man on the fucking world is doing it as well. <laughs> if. Star Wars was a sport, then it's not. You would win bronze. I'll tell you that. Nobody could touch JC Reifenberg. Um, <laughs> and then Fluger. Yeah. So 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm good. It's the Scotsman Tower, everybody. What's going on? Welcome to the 38th edition of the Chronicles of Podcast. Welcome to a very sexy edition. Welcome to a boudoir special. Ooh. You know, by the end of this episode, you are all going to be feeling insanely sexy about yourself. Trust me. Even okay. more than you already should, you exactly. sexy bitches. Exactly. You'll all be posing like you've never posed in your life, thanks to Miss Dervin. Uh, Jamie. Hello. So I was walking home earlier after work today, and I happened to witness a cat sat on a, on a wall, right? It was almost like it was like purveying the land, like, yes, <laughs> I own this. This is mine. Lovely. <laughs> Lovely, yeah. Lovely. Why is there no milk or treats or food anywhere? Um, but literally, it's the close next to mine. Hmm. And it was just sat there like, hmm, glorious, lovely. I do like perusing the, the, the planes. Um, and then he got his paw, had a lick, looked, and he started to clean his head. But as he was cleaning his head, he then went, who the fuck's watching me? And he went, uh, no danger, we're okay. Back to licking. Lick, lick. Quick look, it's fine. Oh, clean the old head. And who's watching me? Any one of you bastards? Ginger, what are you looking at? Then he proceeded to lick while staring at me. <laughs> I see you, Ginger. <laughs> I see you walking by. How dare you walk across my plains? This is my savannah. <laughs> He's gone. Excellent. Bit of a clean up the old head. Oh, who's that? Why is there a car driving by? It was so funny. Literally, I have two strokes ago. Who the fuck are you? That's fascinating me. Like, I'd just love to know what the fuck goes on in their head. They're the most bizarre creatures. It was, yeah, it was almost like the moment of squirreling up. Squirrel! <laughs> 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 That's exactly what I thought every time. It was so funny. Oddly enough, I was going to bring a question to you at the start of oh, this week's episode. Hell. You beat right. me to it. Let's go. Well, you know, we have our love of the English language and its bizarre fucking sayings. What's happened now? How many times do you reckon you need to say something before you actually become blue in the face? <laughs> um, I mean... You know, do you know the expression I mean? Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's been used for a while, but yeah, I do. I keep saying it to blue in the face. I was like, how many times does that take? That must take a while, because red's first and purple. So <laughs> yeah. you're like, you're going to be there a while, like probably a day? Possibly. And by then, they probably walked off. Like, <laughs> he only got to red. <laughs> it got to about a mild orange. I wasn't really interested after that. This cat just started staring at him, wondering what he was doing, Do you just talking to himself. It? Do you reckon anyone's ever done it? Ever got to blue? Maybe, maybe they've just I done wonder. it. I can imagine there is some weird fucking lab somewhere where they've gone, right, we're going to conduct a science experiment today. I want you to say the word Bob as many times as you can. To your actually blue in face. Hmm. Crazy. If, just... if any of our listeners have a spare bit of time, I feel like repeating a word in a mirror until they turn blue so they can let us know. I mean, please don't do that because you'll probably die. <laughs> so don't listen to Jamie right now because he's, he's science, learning... Tom. It's science. I always tell you, you're learning to a fo- you lure our guests into fossil security. Now you're doing it to our fucking listeners. Um, <laughs> So don't, don't, don't do it to you blue in the face. It's obviously a saying. Jamie's talking bullshit. All right. The English language is fucked. It's so fucked. It's insane. You know, it's like, I wonder what the weather will be like today. Whether it'll be the weather. Whether that weather will be that weather. I, huh? 
<laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's just that's just a limitation on how truly fucked. I'm really annoyed because I was at work on Sunday yesterday on Sunday, and um, Luke brought uh, some great conversation to this to the to the to the room, and I've forgotten it. And I'm, just, oh. I'm annoyed because it was one. I was like, that's got on the show, and now I'm like, shit, what was it? Can't remember. Really down. It was great. I was working his sausage. That's fine. You got your watch on. But it was just a bit like, I was like, oh my God, I forgot. Like, I remember it was when you were a kid, but I can't for the life of me remember <laughs> what it was. And it's really doing my head in. You're probably going to remember later. We were like halfway through the treat and you go like, oh, 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 oh. No, I doubt it. I really, really can't remember. Um, Terrible. But that cat really made me laugh. Um, I'm just trying to think of anything else. I swear there's something else I want to bring to the table. Um, but no, there isn't, Jamie. How how are you, sir? How the devil are you? I'm very good. I'm... I don't understand. I... Oh, sorry, Siri. Yeah, I'm... Siri got involved, bastard. <laughs> Shut up, John. No, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I'm quite tired because I've just done a stretch of nights and it's my first day off said nights. But I'm not actually that tired yet. I've no doubt it'll kick me later. But no, I'm all right. I'm good. Good. Yeah. It's been an all right week. I've done lots of walking. Lots of walking. I noticed. I noticed you on your social media. Um, really funny story. I've not been sleeping very well. Oh, no. I don't know why. And I couldn't work it out. Um, and then I realised I brought my gigantic mug of tea to my lips. That I keep drinking a massive gigantic mug of tea before bed. Well, yes, caffeine before bed will probably, do it. Yeah. So I have a feeling. So I didn't drink tea last night and I slept amazing so yeah it's just it's just one of those things where I kept doing it and I was like what well, I don't know I'm not sleeping I'm like, <laughs> and then in the bed like oh my god I'm so awake right now when you said oh. you brought a giant mug to your mouth I was like oh no he's done it again he's done it again he's drinking the rotten milk he's up again oh no, that was awful that was awful that was not nice no but it's weird how I just went oh, yeah it's fine <laughs> Yeah. Ben, how are you, Mr. Stevens? How are you? You asked that yeah, one. Right. How are you? Shattered. To be honest with you, Jamie, shattered. Work, work has just been insane. Easter, ho- Easter holidays. It's not the one. Too many kids. Well, Too yeah. many fucking kids. And then single man in things. And just, it's just been, it just doesn't stop. It just doesn't stop. Um, so, but that's the way it goes. Currently sat in third. Thing. Currently sat in third of the golden ticket race for the whole. I was going to ask so, how you're getting on with the golden tickets. So I'm in. I'm in. Third. I'm technically kind of joint second, but in a way because I've got tickets upstairs and down because I work both departments. Um, oh, okay. But they're not mixing their things in. So downstairs, I'm in third place. But if you mix my upstairs tickets as well, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure the joint second or second. Will that matter in the no. large run of it? No, no, no. Because no, obviously it's one. It's out of a hat, isn't it? So the more tickets you have, the more chance you're winning. I weren't sure if he's still got two lots of tickets when put it together. I don't know. It fucking works. I don't know. What do you mean? I wouldn't know, like, the amount of tickets you get from bottom and the amount of tickets you get from top. Would they yeah, go together? Combined. To get... Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, so well, yeah, because okay. normally I'm a downstairs person, so mine are all downstairs. But because I work both, because I do contact lenses upstairs and then the shop floor downstairs, I do a bit of both. So I'm in both areas, whereas obviously the majority of the upstairs people are the upstairs. Yeah. And yeah. the majority of the downstairs people are the downstairs people. So, yeah, it's... Because you've got like pre-test office and content ends all upstairs, then it's the main floor downstairs um, for front of house and dispensers. So 
but I do nearly everything. You multi-skilled. Nice end men can't multitask. They definitely can't, um, (laughs) as proven the fact that I single man today and it was just awful. But anyway, that's besides the point. Um, Yeah, so, yeah, man, I'm fine. I'm just a bit like, what's going on? Standard. I'm really excited for a week. I'm off for two days now. I'm like, yes, give me days off in my face. (laughs) I shall sleep, and that is all. Yeah, sleep, Jim. Catch up with some WWE, I think. Um, And just really, oh, and exams, I think, is what I'm going to do while I'm off. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, how the Italians say, tre delicioso. Tre delicioso. I don't think I should do say that. I was just uh, guessing. So, what's uh, what have you do yourself? Um, mostly I've been reanimating. Mostly nice. doing that. Yes, but yeah, it's been all right actually. It's been, no, been pretty good shifts to be honest. Um, I listened to the brand new Bowling for Soup album, Pop Drunk Snot Bread. It's fantastic. It's good. really good. Um, obviously I said I've been doing a lot of walking because my bloody bike broke. <laughs> But I was like, I will not give up my exercise, so I'm going to walk instead. Like Friday, I did 26,500 steps in one day. I was like, my feet are a bit, but other than that, it's all good. All good. Uh, and other than that, obviously, the day after we recorded last week's episode, I had the kids over, and we went and saw Fantastic Beasts Free. How was it? The Secrets of Dumbledore. It was really good. I preferred it to the second one. Okay. And I know everyone's going, I'm not watching this movie because they kicked Johnny Depp out of it. Fair enough. But Mads Mikkelsen as... But he's great anyway. He's fucking superb. So good as Grindelwald. I actually think I preferred him to Johnny Depp as Grindelwald, to be honest. Superb. But that man's an amazing actor. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's pretty decent. He's an amazing actor. And um, do you know when you see these like videos that pop up on social media these days about cooking and baking and shit like that? It's like, get this, put this together, and you've made this. Well, the kids found one of those, so we gave it a try. An Oreo mug cake. I don't know if you've ever seen these. Okay. You basically get Oreos, put them in a mug with a bit of milk, smash the shit out of it, then put some flour and sugar and whatnot, mix the it up. The mug would be fucked. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not, not smash the mug, smash the Oreo. Oh, what's the mug? Smash shit out of it. Okay, well, that's just milk when, everywhere. <laughs> when I say mug cake, I mean like it's in a mug, not you eat pieces of mug in the cake. <laughs> no, it's what you said, smash it. So it's like just smash shit out of it. Just, just smash, smash the whole the fuck thing. Out of it, yeah. Table, the lot. Just go for it. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> we put all this stuff in it and you put it in the microwave for a minute, just one minute. I was like, that ain't going to work. Fuck me, did it work? Kids were loving it. Little, little mug of cake. Fair enough. <laughs> I thought it was quite amazing. I was like, God, I'm old. I'm getting fascinated by cake in a mug. You should have played Is It Cake? (laughs) (laughs) Is it cake, But other than that, not really done a lot. Like I said, I've been mostly working and sleeping. (laughs) Due to being at work. Fair enough. You. I know you've been a busy boy. So, uh, yeah. So we did a wonderful interview. Um, which is what is being released this week, this <laughs> out on this show. Um, so we're very excited about that. Um, very much excited for everybody to hear this little number as me and Jamie into the world of boudoir. Um, and then I decided with the other half to fuck off to London for two days. Um, I went and saw Electric Cowboy on Thursday night, Jamie. Jamie, oh my God. <laughs> it was amazing. 
It was I, absolutely. I it, would be. it was am- it was amazing. It was literally amazing. What was really fucking cool about it? There's a heavily pregnant lady and her husband. Okay. And they was to behind the sound booth because obviously heavily pregnant lady didn't want to get hit. So they obviously saw my other half and went, "Oh, she's not going to see a thing." <laughs> so put, so they tapped on the shoulder and went, "Come here." And put her with the paint lady right behind the sound booth so she could see fucking everything. Oh, that's and nice of him. The, the husband went, come on, mate. So, yeah, well, they stood there in the electric ballroom where progress was you know, is normally recorded. And I was going, this is sick. I've not been here before. Um, and I used to watch progress here all the time. So this is amazing. Um, watching, obviously, all the bands. And um, I wrote this down, Jamie, because I wanted to get a real good feel, right? The two support acts, okay? Okay were Finnish. Okay. okay. Both from Finland. One was One Morning Left, who were just really heavy, like shouty, amazing, but they played Beat It by Michael Jackson. That was phenomenal. The other band, however, which the other half absolutely loved, were called Blind Channel. Blind Channel. Okay. Never heard okay. of This is literally what they are. They ran out onto the stage. Okay. So it was the drummer first the bassist, guitarist, and the DJ. Okay? okay. The DJ, keyboardist DJ, loved, for some weird-ass reason, jumping onto the the, the, um, the plinths at the front and just going, <laughs> come on then, you want some? That's all he kept doing. He literally, after every song, he'd jump on the thing and let's go. It's like, that's so weird. The DJ always really wanted some, always. It's just kept doing it. After every song, he's like, you want some? I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, dude. It's like, they get it. The fans want to scream. Yeah, fine. They're, I feel they're very teenage girl bandish. Okay. They, teenage girls were screaming their fucking nuts off for them. Oh, really? Okay. They were Finnish, heavy, heavy rock, techno, Backstreet Boy wannabes, singing Eminem, because they were doing some proper pretty boy poses. They had real long blonde hair. Okay. Uh, like the, the DJ, the keyboardist, the drummer, the guitarist and the bassist all stood there like then poses. And then one singer runs out and goes, and then this singer ran out and went, and I was going, oh my God. Oh, and it was like, back streets, back. All right. <laughs> it was just, uh, they didn't actually do back to boys. That's I was going to say. Was, yeah. And then one rapped and one sang. Okay. And it, was, it was weird. You'd probably love it for some weird ass fucking reason. It was not awful, but it just had it had really like a 90s pop vibe just with heavy music. I might have to check those out. They sound interesting. Blind Channel. Blind Channel. What a weird name as well. But okay. then Electric Cowboy. Oh, Jamie Westwood. So they had that, that drop down that you can see on our Instagram. I saw the picture of the drop down, yeah. Right, which says Hyper Hyper on it. And it's just all them dressed in that 80s style. Oh, just phenomenal. So when they first came out, well, it went like, it went dark, obviously. And then it was just a purple light. It went boom, 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 boom. And it was great. And then this backstory started, like, what the fuck? So it was like, they're a band from Germany. They used to be called Eskimo Cowboy. Now, Electric Cowboy. And there's like some, there's some big backstory. Then it went, welcome to Hyper Hyper 2022. 
Then it, it went, I want to feel it day and night. And pump it started straight away. The back drop, back drop, dropped. And they were all dressed in their gym gear. And everyone was like, fucking mental. <laughs> then pyro went off. And it was just the best thing ever. And they're doing loads of workouts while playing. Just absolutely spectacular. So fucking good. But they were phenomenal. Absolutely They looked phenomenal. really good. What, you sh- what I saw off our Instagram looked really good. And they fucked off, got changed, came in normal clothes played their entire set, went for the encore, and it was just dark again. And then they all popped out of those bowl cut things with the white vests on. Just we got the move started. So that was like, that's phenomenal. So everyone was just like bobbing their head. Um, I danced my ass off to that. And they played MC Thunder 2, because they played two encore songs. I was like, oh, they haven't played Hyper Hyper yet. They fucked off again. <laughs> And then out of nowhere, it just went dun, 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 for ages. And everyone's going, yeah, like losing their shit. And they all appeared in their 80s gear and just played Hyper Hyper. And it was the best thing that ever happened, ever. That's amazing. It Imagine was, if it was called the Hyper Hyper Tour and they didn't play Hyper Hyper. That's what I mean. It was just like, <laughs> I was like, oh, they were like, oh, we're going to play two Uncle songs. They played, they got the moves and played MC Thunder. And I was like, oh, really? I love, the second I just, I love a great. band that keeps you on edge. I love it. Absolutely brilliant. So yeah, that was right. Was a great night. Um, but like, we walked to Camden. We walked to Central Ballroom back to the thing, and it just um, felt like we lived there. It's quite weird because I just knew the way. It was just really odd. Do you know what I mean? You know when you're like in a new place. Like, oh God, where? So where? That's there. And then we walk around here to the left. But we literally walked up the Central Ballroom and just walked back to the hotel without even. It was just nice. I loved it. Um, so on the Friday, we went to Camden Market again. You can see on our Instagram. Phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. So many people were shoving food in your face on the street food thing. Ah, mister, mister, try this, try this. Absolutely incredible, literally incredible. Um, there was so much, so much food there, mate. It was insane. I didn't know what to do with myself. Um, the other half was like, Thank you, Rom, thank you, Rom, thank you, Rom, thank you, Rom. And I was like, Oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Oh, and then they went to Honest Burger. Oh, Jamie, our new friends, apparently. Oh, phenomenal. <laughs> I uh, was. They were like, when you you know how good a burger is, and you know how good the burger is going to be when they go. So how would you like it cooked? Oh Ooh. well, let me stop you there. Right, <laughs> it's got to be rare to medium rare. Would you like it cooked? Yes. Then the other half just went, really? But there'd be blood in it. Like, yeah, that's the point. I. What do you mean? <laughs> there'd be blood in it. That's that makes it even better. Makes it juicier. <laughs> it was just oh, I want more I want it now can I have my burger honest burgers can I have my burger please again I don't think I've ever been asked how I want my burger cooked Jamie oh you've not you've not lived like and I've been to proper burger restaurants not fucking McDonald's and shit like a proper burger like handmade burger and stuff like that never asked me how I wanted the burger cooked bastards should never be cooked all the way through ever just just <laughs> seal it just seal it oh and get in my face. Um, so that was incredible. There was a nice little statue of Amy Winehouse. We saw the Camden Lock. Um, it was just lush, man. Just so lush, just wandering around there. Loved every second of it. Uh, we got all the Instagram, all the umbrellas on the roof. Of the, I think all the photos are there on the Instagram to have a look at. So many stalls, so many shops. It was just unreal. Absolutely unreal. Um, and then we went to Buckingham Palace. I saw you. Did you have tea with the Queen? Went to the Queen's house. Uh, She wasn't in, bitch. Um, So we, obviously I filmed some videos out there. 
Um, and that was really nice. That was really cool because I'd never been before, ever. Never. So never been. Um, and then we ended up turning up at the Tories' house. I wanted to burn it down. Um, <laughs> saw Big Ben. What an absolute waste of fucking money that was. 18 million or 800 million, whatever they spent on that fucking clock. It's a clock. Yeah, it's a clock. It's been there for years. Why do you need to give it some fucking bling? I, I don't uh, even know what they did to it, to be honest. They've covered it in gold. Why? It's covered in gold now. Why? Big Ben's there, like, yeah, bruv, yeah, sitting here with my clock face, fucking got me grilling in it. Like, look at all my fucking towers. Yeah, look at me, fucking Big Ben in it, bitch. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, from the ghetto. Got me big, grills in my, for my 40s. Big Breezy, sitting top of Elizabeth Tower. <laughs> Bong. Probably going to suspension to set bounce up and down. That'd make New Year's Eve the best thing ever. Look, <laughs> Big Ben starts with bouncing. I'd love if it fell over. It'd be great. Um, Westminster Abbey saw that. Went over the over the bridge. Um, like at South Bank saw the London Eye. Uh, the usual bullshit tourist crap. Proper tourist shit it, that you just have to it. do. Yeah. It was great. Like I haven't been there for ages. Um, really wanted to burn down House of Parliament. Um, <laughs> and then we went to Downing Street. Oh, you actually went. So I looked at it and went, cool, and left. <laughs> I suppose they didn't get it. It's your boy, TS. Fuck this place. And walk I really wanted to, I wanted to do a video, but there were so many people there. There was just no chance. It's just hard to... Was there people um, hurling abuse? No, there were people just stood there going like, oh. I can see a deal. It, it's like proper John Oliver, proper daddy moment, where he watched somebody just goes, Cool. <laughs> Oh, they're my favourite moments when he watches somebody hates it so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that man. I'm gutted he was off this week. Absolutely gutted. Um, but he's in a YouTube special, just to let you know, so you to watch the YouTube special. Okay. Um, but yeah, other than, other than that, I've been doing a lot of Rhiannon. A lot of Rhiannon. So these two days off now are so very welcome. But please go to our social media at TCO Pod on Instagram. Give us a nice little follow. Uh, and you can enjoy all the pictures that I that the other half mainly took um, of uh, Electric Cowboy and of London Ten. Beautiful. It's good. It's good. Well, I think we're all caught up. I believe. Come on, Brayden. Hey, stay cozy. What's going on? All right. Is this thing on? Well, howdy doody, everybody. This is Braden Berry from Say We Can Fly, founder of Stay Cozy Clothing. Your one-stop shop for the coziest, most fashionable hoodies, t-shirts, and more. Gorsh, Mickey. That's right, folks. And we're proud to say that we are now sponsoring... The Chronicles of Podcast. Ouch. Hosted by Tom and Jamie. <laughs> like, you can get 10% off, man. That's right, Shaggy. Just use the special code, The Chronicles at checkout. Oh boy! I don't care how many times I watch that new video. It is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. It is pretty wonderful, isn't it? It's just incredible. So you now get your favourite advert, Jamie. I draw it's followed by what? It's time for Callum Streetchins. Yeah, it is. Do you want to know something? Callum will be able to tell you. And Callum Streetchins is cereal soup. Ooh. Jamie. Hello, sir. 
Are you ready for this? Of course I am. It's always an experience when Callum's in the building. Oh. And you get them live on May 28th. Make sure you get your tickets for Scruffy Murphy's. Jamie. Yes. What is Callum Treachiness this week? If you've been alive for 24 years, you have seen through 10% of US history. If you've been alive for 24 years, you've been seen 10% of US history. Does nothing happen in America? I mean, most most history that happened, you know, realistically, doesn't happen in the States, does it? It's always like World War II or um, the Cold War. Or You're I, right, actually, yeah. yeah. There's never anything from America. It's just, there's a new president, hooray. I suppose quite a lot has happened in 24 years in America, now that I think about it. First black president, 9-11. Kennedy being assassinated, Martin Luther King. Yeah, quite a lot has happened in recent... In 24 years, yeah. Mm. Trump. Trump, well. Try and forget that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You've actually had to make us think here, Callum. Here we are expecting yeah. to be really hilarious. We're like, oh, <laughs> serious, are we? Sorry. Serious, no. We have to be serious now. I do apologise massively, Mr. Treacher. We do apologise. You are properly treating us and they're going... Playing ignorant, being like, what the fuck does he mean? <laughs> I don't do intelligence, Callum. I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm from Birmingham. <laughs> have you listened to this show? <laughs> yes, mental. Most US history has happened in the last 24 years. It's insane. That is pretty fucking crazy now that I think about it. But yeah, the more I think about it, a lot of things have happened in 24 years in America. Crazy. Should we move on? Let's move on. What else is Callum treating us this week? It shouldn't be called taking a shit. It should be called leaving one. <laughs> oh, now I'm back. Get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's really weird. That goes back to your yeah. English language thing again. Because taking a shit means you'd actually physically take it out of the toilet. Do you reckon anyone's ever done that? Do you reckon if you're a tweet to someone like it's not from this planet? This planet. What's fucking wrong with me? From this, <laughs> this country and go, oh, just take a shit. No, I leave it in the toilet. Why would I take it? That makes no sense. Just walk back into the room. I took it back. I don't know what to do with it now. <laughs> what do you, you want? I took a shit. <laughs> Who says it? It's not mine. I, wa- I walk in cubicle. Kids sat there. I took it. <laughs> I, I take shit. <laughs> you little boy, give me. <laughs> I yeah. take it from you. Don't flush that. That looks like prize animal. <laughs> <laughs> I hunt that for sport. <laughs> I need that for collection. Bono's got nothing on me. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got a point. He does. I like, I like yeah. that one. Yeah. So I'm going to start saying that now. Yeah, no. leaving, leaving a shit, though, are you? I'm just going to go leave a shit. Yeah. Great. That's incredible. That's, <laughs> like that. that's a top-tier treat right there. Top-tier treat. Like and that. Jamie. That is superb. Finally, what is Callum treating us? This week. For this one, I thought we'd play a little game. It's called a million dollars, but. So in this case, you get a million dollars, but one day, every year, you step on a piece of Lego. You don't know when it's gonna happen. If you're wearing shoes, somehow it appears in the shoe and then disappears as soon as you lift your foot up again. Um, But obviously you get the million dollars. Would you take on the challenge? (laughs) This is great. 
I absolutely love it as well. And also, you're not going to have it the pieces, are you? I was thinking that. I was like, it depends on the size of the piece, but I think I could take a little bit of foot pain for a million dollars. I mean, you'd have to transfer it then to pounds when you got when yeah, you actually yeah, got your minute. Yeah, still a lot of fucking money. But still, I'd, I'd happily do that. Although I do, right? not knowing it's coming is the worst part. I was going to say, yeah, the, the, the not knowing bit is quite terrifying. But but surely you get to a point where you forget that the Lego piece was going to appear. Probably. So you'd happily you, go. You forget all about this deal, and you're just like, why does this happen every year? It's like, oh, but I'm a million pound richer. I feel like there's a trick to it that Callum didn't explain, though. It's like, you're going to step on this piece of Lego, which is then going to make you trip over, and you're going to break your arm. Because That's fine. It's a I'll million fucking dollars. I'll take the money, because I'm a greedy fuck. I'd still take a million dollars, too, right? Same. I'm rich, motherfucker. Get me in that hospital, they'll fix me. Beautiful. And that was another great addition of Callum Streetchins. Just incredible. The boy just delivers every single week without fail. I like it. Educational, ridiculous, and a nice question of life. Yeah. This is how we like our Streetchins. Beautiful. Sunny side up. (laughs) Jamie. Hello, sir. It's time for Tom's Journal. Oh, read to me, baby. And welcome to another edition of Tom's Journal. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. In the last five or six days, my journal's fucking huge. (laughs) You did message me the other day saying this is possibly the biggest journal I've ever had. It's the biggest journal I've ever had. I'm going to have to split it in half. I think there's 35 items in here. Yeah, probably pretty sure. Yeah, I'm not going to do all 35. (laughs) Okay, so... Jamie. Hello. I was on the way home on a bus from work and uh, we always stop off at the Heath Hospital in Cardiff. And it's the weirdest fucking thing. So you know how big buses are? Yes, they're quite large. And how fucking big the windscreen is, right? Yes. Driver happily. Me as a passenger can see the lady walking in the road, right? There's a lady happily walking in the road, just happily minding her own business. No headphones in. Buses are quite loud. Was behind her. I was just, just driving along, la, la, la. getting closer and closer and closer to the lady, right? The lady doesn't turn around, she just keeps walking. The bus gets closer and closer and closer. As soon as she gets pretty close, she full on swerves the bus out of the way, like she didn't see her. That's weird. It was almost like someone dared her to go, oh, I wonder how close you can get before you take before you swerve out of the way. <laughs> it's so weird. Do you remember that game of chicken where you see how long it takes you to run from the car? <laughs> Let's flip that on its edge. It was literally insane. Like I, I just, I don't quite understand what really happened. It was just so odd. Walking in the road in front of. I don't know because then she jumped to the path and went. I'm really sorry, really sorry. Like, "Ah!" but you would have known hours ago that we're behind you. Unless this driver was just like, "Hey, the road's my fucking space. If she's in my way, that's what I mean." Dude, it was so weird. It was so weird. I was like, "Okay." If that was me as a driver, I would have got to right behind her and just go, honk, right on the horn, just made a jump out of a fucking skin. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a foghorn out the window at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, better drive us. Um, <laughs> um, another great moment I saw again on the bus, um, leaving work again. I was driving down Newport Road. There's a massive Five Guys restaurant on the side of the road. Huge fucker. Some genius on the opposite side, 
has got his little tiny burger shack and called it Two Guys. <laughs> because two guys work there. <laughs> Grade A wow. genius. Yeah. I, I bow, whoever you are, I bow to you. That is absolutely wonderful. And your food is probably better than Five Guys because Five yeah, Guys probably. sucks. And last question before I get to the picture round, Jamie. Funnily enough, jumping off Callum's last treach there, what's worse? Stepping on a plug, prongs up, or having your shins or ankles hit by a fast-moving bike pedal? Oh, I'm going to say the bike pedal. I'm going with the bike pedal as well, because nothing sucks more than that. No. When it hits you square on the ankle. I was going to say, right in the back of the ankle, that fucker hurts. Yeah, it's all the front. Well, yeah, either side it hurts. Yeah, I'm I'm going for the bike. It's not pleasant. No, it's really not. The only reason I asked that question is because I saw a cyclist slip his leg off the bike and it hit him straight in the shin. I went, ooh. And he was quite like, oh. I was like, oh, what's what's a really good pain that can join that to make it like a a good argument? Plugs. Yeah, definitely. Definitely going to go with the bike. But saying that, they use that plug example all the time. I've never stood on an upturned plug. I have. It's not fun. I can imagine it's not. I Jamie, don't generally leave my plugs lying fun. around. It's not fun. Yeah, don't leave plugs lying around, but fuck me. It's the one of the worst things in the world. Right. So I've had something in the journal for four weeks. I keep fucking forgetting to tell you what it is. Because <laughs> I keep forgetting the pictures there. Let me try and find the bastard first. So American news story, okay? Okay. A picture of a cheeseburger on the screen, and it says, cheeseburger stabbing. That's all it gives you, okay? <laughs> so someone asked the question. Right, well, I can't decide if someone stabs someone else over a cheeseburger, someone stabs someone else with a cheeseburger, someone stabbed a cheeseburger, a cheeseburger stabbed someone, or a cheeseburger stabbed another cheeseburger. <laughs> Please tell me you had the answer because I want to know. There is no answer. That was oh, literally. Fuck, I want to know. Yeah, I know. I was like, you absolute bastard. But I thought that was one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen because <laughs> it gives you no context whatsoever. It, that's all it says. <laughs> so everyone's left wondering. People will never know what happened to the cheeseburger stabbing. I want to know now. Of Oklahoma 24. <laughs> I like the idea of someone stabbing someone with a cheeseburger. I think that's the best one. Oh, <laughs> it's mushy now. Right? <laughs> I'll just eat this and walk away looking like a fool. <laughs> so I gave this homeless guy five bucks, right? And an old lady behind me told me, he's just going to use it for drugs, you know? So I confronted the homeless guy and asked also where I get drugs for five bucks. That's <laughs> <laughs> not where I saw that going. I like that. <laughs> Oh, it's always the little ones that tickle you. I love it. I like that. So, I I don't know how you feel about it, but I feel that baseball needs an XFL version. Faster games, metal bats, take all the steroids you want, (laughs) only two outfielders, but one's a wolf. (laughs) I missed that part of the XFL. What? I don't see baseball on steroids. <laughs> and he's done. He's home run. Yeah. yeah, it'd be mental. He'd probably hit it and get back to base at the yeah. same time. Like, what the fuck? 
It's the Flash playing. What's going on? <laughs> How about this for a movie idea? A horror movie, right? Okay. But the killer wears flip-flops. <laughs> so every time there's an ominous flip, 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 flip sound as he hunts you down. <laughs> the killer's coming. Where from? That general direction. I can hear the flip-flops coming. <laughs> if you hear the sound, you know you're on the hunt from the flip-flop killer. <laughs> coming it's, to a beach near you. It's Slender Man, but in flip-flops. Welcome to your Western super nightmare. <laughs> the uh, the Invisible Man would be a shit movie, wouldn't it? Oh, he's, oh, he's there. <laughs> there he is, I can see his feet. He's got pink flip-flops on. <laughs> um, so, person. Look at that edgy team listening to music. It's probably heavy metal or Slipknot or something. The music blasted from my earphones. No one's slick as Gaston. No one's quick as Gaston. No one's neck as incredibly thick as Gaston. It's me. That is me. (laughs) Ah, JB. Hello. We're going to pick on Voldemort again. Ah, come on. All right. (laughs) Last week's was great with the Stairgate. I loved that. But now he's the shittest wizard of all time. Okay. Okay, elaborate. Voldemort was 71 when he died. The life expectancy for wizards is like a hundred and something years. So if he didn't actually seek to live forever, he probably actually would have lived longer. Dumbledore <laughs> died at 115. Horcrux has made zero. Voldemort died at the age of 71. Horcrux has made seven. Conclusion. Voldemort was the most useless Magic-dependent wizard that's ever existed. He could have lived to like 200 if he just ate well and exercised. But no, he had to go and split up his soul and ruin perfectly good jewellery. <laughs> I read the red the other day. It was like, why the Horcruxes are a bunch of bullshit? It's like, they're the most obvious things. And was like, why didn't he just put part of his soul into a penny and pass that penny to a stranger? Because then fuck knows where that is. I was like, that's oh, brilliant. That is brilliant. Um, we'll keep going. So, are you dating anybody? The assistant asked me. Yes, obviously. I said with irritation as I analysed the remaining radioactive carbon in the ancient cults before me. I'm an archaeologist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but... Is it just a penny just dropped? <laughs> I sort of got it and then it properly clicked and I was like, oh, yeah. fuck's sake. Date in the body. Yeah, yeah got it. <laughs> fuck's sake. And finally, we'll end with this because you will relate to this probably umpteenth times. Okay. How to cook a meal your kids will not complain about. That's important. Number one. Lol. I can't believe you actually fell for that. <laughs> you should have seen your face. Yeah, you can't. You actually can't. (laughs) I got told off and refused a bedtime kiss today because of the way I cooked spaghetti. What? (laughs) And she pointed to bed and she went, no, dad, you cannot have a kiss because you cooked the spaghetti wrong. I was like, how did I? She was like, you put the... 
you wouldn't let me put the spaghetti painting straight in the pan. I was like, you've got to boil the water a bit first. She's like, no, you wouldn't let me put the spaghetti in the pan, so I'm not giving you a good night kiss. I was like, fuck, what the fuck, man? You know what, Olivia? Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, cook, cook your own, own fucking, fucking spaghetti. spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. You little sod. <laughs> this blew my mind. You know how Uber got fucked being a car? Yeah. Uber got fucked for driving for being a car and they had to give so much taxes and stuff for that sort of bollocks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Sorry. yeah, yeah. They're a boat now. Wait, what? There's an Uber boat. There's an Uber boat? I saw it down the Thames. There's an Uber boat. That's amazing. That's <laughs> mental. The, the guy went, fuck you, you fucking taxes on the road then. Let's go on the water. <laughs> I could just imagine the guy in the Uber office getting utterly pissed and he's like, do you know what, lads? Uber boat. <laughs> Let's get it, but fuck it. There'll be an Uber plane next. You watch, they're going to open their fucking airline. I feel I'm going to end on this, actually. I'll end on this, and then I will actually move on, because I realise the journal is ridiculously massive, and no one needs to read a journal that big. So this is peak goth. Oh, now you've got me. Yeah, okay. We'll end the journal this way, and I will close the journal at this point, Okay. You all think being in a goth relationship means wearing white makeup together. But Mary Shelley lost her virginity on her mother's grave, so maybe step it up. (laughs) Mary Shelley carried her husband's heart around and lived in the crypt after he died. Nobody will be as goth as Mary Shelley. She also wasn't carrying around like a mummified heart. Her husband's heart had calcified, meaning it had grown bone within itself and possibly around itself. And it is this heart of bone which she carried, uh, which she carried. When she was young, she carried it wrapped in a silk pouch. And when older, it was kept in her desk, wrapped in a page from his poem, Adonis, or Adonais. Adonais was one of his last poems in which a deceased poet's subjects, nature, spring, the stars, etc., mourn him and long to join him in death. Then the narrator tells them, do not mourn, for he has gone beyond where the minds and emotions of humans matter to the natural spirit. That is the source of all beauty. Of his poems is this which she has wrapped his heart in. There is none more goth than Mary Shelley. It's sad to realise that Pete Goth was hit so long ago. Is that real? Yes. That's fucking nuts. That's amazing, isn't it? Give that woman a pair of new rocks and a trench coat. She's the queen of goths. God damn, that is amazing. All them years ago. And that was another edition of Tom's Journal. That is fucking superb. I love that. That is a strong way to wet Jamie. There's so much wonderful stuff. Blown my tiny mind. I can't wait to deliver it again next week. I'm so excited. It's great. But uh, before, before we, we move on, piece? before we move on, before we move on, there's something I should have addressed back in the beginning when oh, we okay. were discussing the catch up about a TV show I've been watching. Oh, it's okay. on Channel 5 and it's called Police Night Shift 999. Have you seen this show? Shit. No. <laughs> it's not shit. It's about police night shifts, Jamie. Right. In Cheltenham and Gloucester. Oh my God. <laughs> It's amazing. Okay, now you've piqued my interest. There was a guy running around Cheltenham train station at night with a samurai sword. 
he stabbed a family member in the collarbone. You're going to want to watch this shit. It's mental as fuck. The fuck? The shit that happened in Cheltenham when we lived there is ridiculous. Like, it's <laughs> insane. And I highly recommend you go on Demand 5 and watch Police Night Shift 999. Six episodes of six hours of Cheltenham and Gloucester at night. It's fucking <laughs> batshit. <laughs> it's really funny because in the house watching, she goes, oh my God, I love cop shows. It's great. Oh my God, look at that, look at that. And I go, of course, that's right. MS is around there. So if you go to the left, you'll see the cinema. And I used to live up there. And there's a park called Pitnell Park. That's just up there. And like, oh, look, and there's HSBC and Starbucks. Here with Costa at the end. Yeah, yeah. That's the promenade. <laughs> I don't need to take it to Cheltenham now. You've seen the whole lot on free yeah. TV. Literally, it's it, you'll love it. It's mental. It's fucking okay, mental. Okay, I'm going to have to watch that though. I left it on my screen specifically so I could tell you. I've been staring at it loads and I went, oh, fuck, I forgot. <laughs> my TV's 55 inches. It's huge. <laughs> anyway, um, Frank, could you tell us some stuff about audio drama feed before we move on, please? Hey there. I'm Frank Guglielmelli, and I'm the narrator for the audio drama feed, featuring such audio dramas as Bounty Hunters, Marty and Mars, Val Toby, and so much more. You can find all of these wonderful programs on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts, or you can go to our website at www.audiodramafeed.com. We are thrilled to be affiliated with the Chronicles of Podcast with Tom and Jamie. I do love that man's voice. It's great, isn't it? Proper New Yorkian. No, just, uh, hi, I'm Frank Guglielmelli. Um, <laughs> it's great. Frank's a legend. A pure, pure legend. But Jamie. Yes, sir. I'm going to bring in that piece. Oh, grab it's it. all sexified. Grab that sexy piece. Posing away with its pierced nipples and... <laughs> Tape around its cock. <laughs> Welcome to the Chronicles of Jessica Durbin. Jessica is a photographer for Bodyscape Boudoir, a company based in Kansas City, Missouri. She takes very sexy photos of very sexy people in very sexy poses. Exactly that. This is a person who I discovered on TikTok of all bloody places. And she's just absolutely wonderful. I love her outlook on life and what she does. You know, she's spreading that message of body positivity and she makes these amazing videos basically saying, you want to send your other half a sexy selfie? This is what you do. So, you know, it's not that, hi, everyone, come to my studio. Let's make money for my studio. It's just like, I've got this platform. I'm going to teach you to feel better about yourself. And I fucking love that. And I was just like, do you know what? Let's have a chat about body positivity. Let's learn more about boudoir. Because, you know, it's quite, a, it's, it's an art to it. It's quite amazing. And plus, Jessica's just a great personality with a fantastic dry sense of humour. Yeah, it's what she is. Very wonderful, forthcoming. We had a great conversation. Um, and it's really fascinating to learn about the, the world and the secret art of boudoir. Um, your boys, again, have just ventured to a subject where he knew fuck all about. Um, we thought we'd get out of the entertainment world and let's go and try something a little bit different. But Jessica, like I said, based in Kansas City, Missouri, is looking to grow her franchise, get more people feeling wonderful. There's so much negativity in the world with social media, so much shit going on that, you know, they're spreading that message of love, self-love. Just, you know, look at yourself and be like, you know what? Fuck me. I am a sexy bitch. It's exactly you know, that. Everybody is in their own special way, in their own special way is probably the wrong thing to say. Uh, in, their, in their own way, everyone is just fucking delicious. Exactly. Absolutely. 
you know, everyone is someone's cup of tea, is the way I like to look at it. Yeah. So there's always the fish. Embrace it. Embrace Absolutely. it, my friends. But please go follow Jessica on TikTok and on Instagram, where she tells at the end. Go look at her photos. Go look at Bodyscape Boudoir on, on the website. Um, but some of the shots are unreal. Literally, the skill is insane for something that's self-taught. Ridiculous. Uh, but this is an also another great conversation uh, where we don't laugh about tits and penis. Yeah. And another Jessica, second week in a row. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> in a very similar field, but just a bit <laughs> of the other side. A bit more... Ooh. We like to talk to Jessicas to make us feel sexy. That's what we've established Absolutely. on this show. Jamie! Yes, sir. Any of those final words at all? Uh, just a massive thank you to Jessica. It was so much fun talking to you. Thank you for sitting down with us. And this is amazing. Just enjoy this one, people. Absolutely. Jessica, thank you so much for taking the time out of your very busy schedule to sit down and chat to us. We really appreciate it. We look forward to having you back on again sometime in the future. Uh, and we wish you all the best of Body Skate Boudoir and really hope that this shit just keeps going off and off and off until you're fucking worldwide, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, interviewing this week. She is the photographer and creator and founder of Bodyscape Boudoir. She makes you feel sexy as fuck in any position possible. It's Jessica Durvin. But we can't hear. Audio one. Audio one. <laughs> Here we go. Hey. <laughs> I thought I was going to learn sign language really quickly. <laughs> yeah, that would be unfortunate too, because I only know one sign and it's usually a not nice one. That's the only one I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, okay. So Jamie and Tom. So I've been talking to Jamie so far, right? That's yeah. me. Okay. Well, I have not done this before, so I guess you guys can what? lead the way. <laughs> have you not? Not no, not on like a, a Zoom one before. So. Oh, you've more, okay, so you're the, the, the proper way where people used to sit face-to-face and talk to each other doesn't mean that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're a bit far away for us to do that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, only like, you know, 30 minutes or something. It's not very far. Yeah, it's not all it is. Oh. <laughs> nice. I knew I just over a pond or something. Yeah, so that's <laughs> just, just over just a couple, that, yeah. Yeah, that little bit of water that separates, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> But um, we, we pretty much uh, will just absolutely... Well, Jamie, first and foremost, actually, how are you? Good. Uh, Excellent. Busy as always, so... That's what we like to hear. We're looking forward to, uh, we're looking yeah. forward to delving and uh, finding out all about it, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so Jamie's going to literally lure you into a false sense of security with like a really nice introduction. So basically, we'll just like to... to like bring you on and be like, this is who we have on today. Like, it's really nice. It's really lovely. You'll like it. All right. <laughs> and then what we then do afterwards is we bombard the shit out of you with an absolute bucket load of questions. Okay. So I'll get a bad connection right around that time then. Got it. You're right, yeah. <laughs> it's always the way, isn't it? It's always <laughs> that, that vital piece. So this part now is like, oh yeah. It's how to laugh and then it actually gets it's like, so yeah. Cool. So what about I think about that? <laughs> Beautiful. I'll do my little introduction and we'll get going. 
Ladies and gentlemen, today we bring you another unique guest unlike anyone we've had before. Today's guest has made a career out of helping you feel good about yourself and quite frankly, feeling a little bit sexy. This week, we welcome a boudoir photographer all the way from Kansas City. These are the Chronicles of Jessica Durbin. Hi, thanks for having me. (laughs) <laughs> it's a true and genuine pleasure. Now, you're going to have to forgive us because we've never ventured into this area ever. So <laughs> we are complete newbies at this. So, you know, there could be some really, like, not mundane questions, I suppose, but things would be like, why is he asking me that? Because we literally are. It's, it's just going to be like the beginner's guide for idiots to boot. <laughs> <sort of thing. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> We're on page I one right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Before we get into that, how was your pandemic season? Um, so honestly, I think mine, there was kind of two paths for photographers, specifically if you were like in a genre already. And for me, I was already in boudoir, um, but it really wasn't that long. Um, so for my own experience, that was actually how I kind of grew my business. I would say it took off during that time period. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, what? <laughs> well, because people obviously were, well, they were locked in there, weren't they? So how, did you still have people into the studio or? Yeah. Um, so I was renting a studio um, beforehand. And then when everything shut down, that's kind of when in my head, I was like, oh, perfect time to rent a studio. Um, not risky <laughs> at all. So <laughs> found a spot used that opportunity to renovate it. Um, and we were already kind of building up some good traction for our social media. Um, so it just really worked out great. We were shut down for like two months over here and then things kind of reopened just in like a weird light, depending on where you were located. So I really didn't have to worry about not working. I just had to worry about working with the limitations. Yeah. Cause I think America basically just went, we're going to open... No, we might do that. We'll do this first. Okay, we'll lock that for a bit. But we won't lock that, but we'll lock that. Yeah. And then we might lock this for a bit, but then we'll lock... Actually, let's do all of it. Oh, actually, no. Now we're going to lose money. Let's just open it all. Screw it. Fuck it. Let's just do that. Yeah, I feel like it was kind of a thing of we're all going to pick a straw, and depending on your length, that's how long you're going to be locked down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... But I'm pleased. To, but p- p- personally, how was it? Was everything okay? Everyone all healthy and still here? Yeah, um, I didn't have. Yeah, I didn't have anybody directly, but between my clients, um, extended family, and just things like that. Obviously, I think there's not a single person that wasn't affected in some way. Yeah. So I was definitely fortunate to not be. I would say hit as hard as others were. Excellent. That's good. I'm pleased well, to hear that. But take us back to young Miss Durvin. What what did you want to be when you grew up? Was it always photography for you or was it another path completely when you were growing up? Oh gosh. Well, I think I wanted to be something different every single year for a while. Um, but no, um, my path kind of to photography came about in like more of a sad light. I think depending on if you go through something bad, something good always comes from it. So for me, Um, I actually struggled with a long time, not realizing that I was autistic and I actually have ADHD as well. So I can tell you information about anything. Um, but I will not be passing that test, uh, that you've put in front of me. So 
college did not work out twice. I thought maybe I just would kind of have like an okay life. Um, so I was doing martial arts during that time. Oh. And the school, yeah, if you ever want to know how to do an arm bar, I can happily teach you. Might be kind of hard over the video. Yeah. <laughs> she can make you feel sexy and she can kick your ass. I'll, I like it. I'll just figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> but so I was doing that um, and the school was actually very abusive towards women, um, basically in any light possible. So for me, it just really did not make me interested in anything anymore um I was already kind of doing drawing and painting and whatnot so I just completely moved from that location period um and was gifted a camera and that's kind of how I started photography and then started boudoir specifically oh wow so yeah you just got this camera and you're like why not let's give it a back yeah (laughs) yeah pretty much (laughs) that yeah that's actually kind of my my outlook on a, a lot of things. I kind of go from zero to a hundred the second I like it. So, yeah. <laughs> so did you go back to school to like learn photography or was it just, I'm going to practice and practice and practice and practice? Um, so I, funny enough, um, I didn't do any schooling for it. I've of course invested in some like educational content over the years that other photographers have put out themselves. Um, But for me, I was actually working a job at the front desk at a gym um, when I moved back here. And so I would do that early in the morning. And I kid you not, when people ask me, how did I grow it so fast? I would spend my time when I got off there from like noon until like, I would say really late at night, like 10 or 11, whatever the hours were. I would do nothing but focus on learning everything that I could. So that was kind of how I schooled myself was just being obsessive about it. <laughs> it's so <laughs> nice not to like rely on anybody else. It's so beautiful. You can just literally take your own time, do your own thing and do it the way you want to do it. Yeah, you definitely discover quickly um, later on, you have been doing things that could have been done way easier. Um, <laughs> That's, that's for sure. I learned I was doing a lot of dumb stuff, but uh, you do get to discover your own um, style with your editing, all of this stuff by kind of just allowing yourself to try it. Incredible. Amazing. I love that though. I, that is one thing I love when we do interviews on the show is finding people that basically like they discovered something and they loved it. They put all their energy into it. And the next thing you know, it's their life. It's their living. It's they're following their dreams and their passions. I love it love hearing stories like that but but what was what was it about photographing people and models that took your interest was that something that you always wanted to do or was you just sort of fell into that um no actually it wasn't really what I thought I wanted to do um just with struggling with being autistic I am very good with my clients being face-to-face um talking to them and you kind of have not a mask, but you have a different version of yourself that you present people. Um, But through my own struggles, you know, like eye contact, um, kind of small talk, stuff like that is not my forte. Um, So what I really liked is I liked doing animals first. I literally think the first thing I took a picture of was something in Alaska. And then I thought I was like the best person in the world taking photos of the animals at the zoo. with my like zoom in camera <laughs> I was like national geographic like yeah. that's how I felt <laughs> but, but but yeah I I didn't think I was gonna like people because I I tried doing a wedding 
Um, and you never want to deal with all the drunk uncles. It's, it's <laughs> insane. But when I went yeah. to a workshop for boudoir, I kind of realized I liked it because it's, it's more one-on-one, it's more personable and you feel like you're just making an impact. So. Did you go into it with like a demographic in mind at all? Or was it, if anyone wants to do this, come on down? Um, do you mean like with my clients, like where they come from in general? Yeah. So like, is it, I want to do mum, like brand new mums or I'll go for, uh, you know, elderly or I don't know, uh, just that, that sort of thing. Yeah. Honestly, I'm still working on getting the retirement homes set. Um, that will definitely be, that will definitely be one to get into now, but the the ages, (laughs) um, could you imagine that? Would I want to? You know, there's got to be some sort like of like kink. Out free there. life like, alert! Free coupon for a photo shoot. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I um, I don't really know how to describe it. I just took a, an approach of um, photographing everybody, and I think it's somewhat between luck and just how I chose to photograph my clients that I was able to really have a large variety of different body types, um, skin colors and all of that. And so it just kind of forced my client base to be everybody. That's kind of what I hear time and time again between my older clients and also my larger girls that they like that I'm not posing them as if I'm trying to pose them because that's how they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. So before we talk about boudoir, for those who don't know, what exactly is boudoir? How would you describe it to someone who's no idea what you're talking about? Um, I would describe boudoir as empowerment for everybody, period. I know a lot of studios will say that it's for women because that's who they photograph. But for me, I photograph women, men and couples because I do believe that there is beauty with embracing yourself um, no matter your gender. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. So so what was it about boudoir that made you want to make it like the main focus of your work then? Um, I think just the impact behind it. I liked that I felt like I was making people who perhaps dealt with their insecurities um, see themselves in a different light. And it just, it just felt like it was more meaningful versus if I'm taking photos of your kid and like a pile of leaves, like it's beautiful, but everybody can do that. So that's, that's why I like it. With people with leaves, how do they find to make it to a perfect triangle and make it those beautiful colors from orange to red? How do they build that? (laughs) Well, first of all, you have to get to the park um, at like seven o'clock in the morning because if not you're going to be like fighting somebody's grandmother to get <laughs> in the perfect spot. And then second of all, you're going to have somebody helping you out sprinkling leaves like a crazy person. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks cute, but you just have a bunch of us like running around like psychotic <laughs> little people with our cameras. Sounds good how they did that. Yeah. If you if you if you want to experience it, just go to any of your local parks when the leaves are changing colors. There's going to be like twenty thousand of them out there taking photos. Yeah. So, because we we live in a crazy world where everyone likes to judge people for doing anything, but is there like a stigma that comes with boudoir? Do you find? 
Um, yeah, I do find it very interesting that, especially in America, and I can only imagine that it's very similar in other spots, but the dynamic is so interesting here because we're in a time of, we see um, the female body, we see like sex and all of these advertisements, like empowering it, but then we're dealing with a lot of laws that are very restrictive for women's bodies and very just judgmental. It's kind of strange because it's like, show your body, but at the same time, um, don't. So I feel like the stigma is that we see so much of that in the media. And then I still see some of my clients have to worry about possibly losing their job, depending on where they work or some of their friends judge them for posting their photos. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty crazy still. That's, it's insane, isn't it? I I don't get it. Mm. Like, your body is yours. It's your social media. You could post whatever the fuck you want on it. Why Why are we judging people for wanting to feel good about themselves? I don't get it. Yeah, I. there's a couple of workplaces too. I've. It just depends. Some of my clients, I've heard that their um, workplace like specifically wants to know what their social media is um, when they hire them. Yeah, trust me. Like, <laughs> take, take logic in any other country. And I feel like it's very backwards here. Um, so I don't know, it's just kind of a, it's just so many layers on top of each other. Like you could, you could really have a discussion about it for hours. Bonkers, absolutely bonkers. It really is. But the thing that stands out to me when I'm watching your work, because I've been following you on social media for a little while now, is you showing people like the best way how to do poses. Like you're there next to them doing the poses and everything like that. How do you learn that? What? How do you learn these ways to position people to highlight their strengths? Is it something you've learned and done training in, or is it something you've just got this natural eye for? Um, I do not have a natural eye for anything except being anxious. So what... <laughs> So what I like to do um, is I feel like that's kind of where it helps me is because since I'm not having to worry about being there um, for more than a few hours at a time, I try to focus on being as calming to them as I can so they're relaxed. So proposing, um, I'll talk to them about if they have seen something I've done in the past or if they want to try anything specific. Um, And if they do want something great and if they don't, I get posing from how they may naturally curve their backs or poses that I've seen online. Um, I've even got some stuff from like movies and whatnot. So I, I feel like you can find inspiration anywhere. That's amazing. I love that. that. Incredible. Yeah. Where did the, where'd the name come from? Bodyscape Boudoir. So technically Bodyscape is a specific type of photography. Okay. Um, it's actually supposed to be where it's more like close-ups and then it's like silhouette versions of the body. Okay. So think of like black and white and then you'll just see like the highlight of like a woman's like hip or something. Yeah. Mm. That's normally what it is. But for me, I really like the idea of when you look up the definition, it talks about a woman's body, like doing artwork while getting these photos of their body being the artwork. So that's kind of how the name came to me is because I was like, I feel like the human body is art, so why not make it be the name? Stunning. Because I, I I, had the same sort of mindset, like, as I thought of, like, landscape, so that people look out 
on like horizons and landscape stuff so it's yeah. just like the scale. I just look yeah. at a different kind of landscape well yeah <laughs> my horizon is just them yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're on the couch I'm like perfect I love it <laughs> You have like a certain style with it as well then yeah can you tell it's a jessica photo by the way it's it's done with like lighting and stuff as well mm, i think so um honestly like i have i have a lot of similar colors in my studio as other photographers do um but i would say that our editing style um and just the lighting in the studio and whatnot are very specific so i'm very lucky to say that i feel like mm, more than not, people recognize if it's like one of our photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so tell us a bit more about Bodyscape Breeder. What, what, what is it exactly you offer clients? So what does a typical shoot look like, for example? Yeah, so we make it be really custom in the sense that you book the session first by paying a session fee. Um, and if you are like a solo woman or if it's a couple with a man and a woman, then you have hair and makeup, but we do have men's shoots as well, where if you would like makeup, um, or any sort of powder or whatnot, we offer that too. So before you come in, my whole system has information to kind of prep you. Um, it tells you about what to do for your body, but not to do like, don't get an orange spray tan. Don't do it. It'll, it'll show you places to shop um, and just kind of like ease your mind. So by the time you come in, it's just about us getting to talk for like an hour or two hours while you're getting the hair and makeup done. And then followed by a few hours of me showing you how to do the poses, um, me telling very cheesy dad jokes the whole time. And then, <laughs> yeah. they, and then they're all done. And then they get to come back in a few weeks to see all of the images. That's amazing. Yeah. I was going to ask, like, how do you keep people calm? Because I imagine it might be quite nerve wracking for some people have doing this. Because I imagine some people are like proper leap of faith in it. Yeah, honestly, there's so many different personalities. Um, I think by me just kind of embracing the style of me trying to have a calm demeanor has allowed many of my clients to relax more. Um, like I... I get a couple of reviews, honestly, where it mentions, you know, when they come in, I just immediately start talking to them. Like we're friends already. Like we already kind of knew each other. And I think that there's like a real level of like calmness that that brings them. So that's kind of how I approach it. Obviously some people will be anxious messes no matter what, but for the most part, it helps everybody. I love that. I just like the fact you keep them calm telling dad jokes. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I have so many. Like, if I was reborn, it would be a dad with, like, sandals and high socks. I'd kill it. <laughs> so, obviously, you said at the start that boudoir is generally known to be a woman's thing. Well, obviously, you do um, photos with men as well. What was it that made you want to open that door for men to say, come on, you can be sexy too, come on? Um. I think what started it was the fact that I, I personally think that, um, you know, one of our specialties is couple shoots as well. We get a lot of couples that come in. And one of my first sessions was the fact that she was wanting solo photos separately, but then the question came up, well, do you want some too for her husband? So that's what piqued my interest. And over time I, I have had a couple of men and a couple 
of men who were married with their husbands approached me interested in photo shoots. So it's still ongoing, but I really like it. The dynamic is different too. You definitely pose a man differently than how you would a woman. So still, still learning, but I can imagine we'll have more people in after even a year. So it's, it's almost like you've, you've got a completely different way to how most other people do their thing. So you'll have more, it's good. I like it a lot. It's because kind of, the photos on the website, so for that, I was like, these are good. Like, I'm not even a photographer. I don't know what I'm looking at. I was like, these are good. These are really, really good. Hey. It's like flicking through all the social media, all the websites, go back to where I was in my research. It's like, these photos are phenomenal. And all, every single person I saw was just like, it's like, damn, you go, go, go on. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, yeah, I, I think that it it just depends on the person. Um, some people aren't comfortable photographing couples. Some people are, but then they aren't comfortable photographing men. Um, for me, I think because I have a different mindset and because my brain wires a little differently, like I am comfortable with it. Um, and I also am one of the few studios that um, is working on branching out even into erotica, which is a completely different area um but yeah i don't know it it just it would take a lot for me to be like i'm definitely not going to photograph that so i love it that's amazing yeah i was gonna say if there's anything that you'd be like nope absolutely not um honestly i feel like if you want to bring all of your camo uh hunting gear i feel like i'm going to be really busy that day Oh, like, I want to look like a sexy hunter. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, I don't know what date you want to come in, but I definitely know I'm going to be busy that day. So uh, <laughs> yeah. whatever day you pick, I'm shut. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually out of business now. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so the main reason I reached out to you because I I discovered you on social media, show, social media, like I said, I discovered you on TikTok a little while ago. And for those underwear listening to that you do this amazing thing where you're not obviously you have a studio but you offer people advice and tips on how to pose to take that sexy selfie and promote body confidence so what was it that made you want to make content like that because obviously that's not bringing people into your business if they're the other side of the world so you're just doing that to help people and i, I love it i love it well i will say you know, that, that part, it might change because I do have a couple of people from Canada that are venturing over and mm -hmm. everybody keeps saying in Europe, they want me to come over. So if I fly over and I don't see one person in the studio, then maybe I'll stop posting the videos. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, I like that. I like that um, when the pandemic uh, kind of started, I, I noticed a few others in our genre had done some posing videos. I, I had seen some posing videos in general for all sorts of photography. Um, and I kind of liked that it allowed me to connect with people that I probably won't ever have as clients, whether it's because of money reasons, distance, like you said, it just allowed me to build a community. So people aren't thinking that I'm only interacting with you because I want you to come into the studio and to give me your money. Don't get me wrong. Always great. But it's so, it's so much more than that. It's nice to have people associate your brand with you wanting to help them, even if you aren't going to be a client of theirs. I love it. I just, I just love it. Like you see the comments people have been like, I tried this, I sent it to my husband. It was awesome. He loved them. I know. 
<laughs> I know I've I've seen you duet like videos of men that have done their poses and when you just like go on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I literally listen. The comments get so interesting on the men's and I'm just like I don't know why you and me are beefing. Um, but some of you are really enjoying it, so I'm going to ignore the crazy comments on here cuz you're always going to get trolls. Um, but the guys who genuinely do them I like it because it's just like, you can't tell me there aren't a high majority of men who don't appreciate this stuff because don't get me wrong, most of us don't know what we're doing. Like, and you can't just like say hello to somebody you first met and then proceed to be like, hello, sausage. Like that's not an appropriate <laughs> selfie to send on the second message. <laughs> so it's like, let me help you and don't do that. <laughs> I'm trying to work out to get past hello sausage. Um, <laughs> it's just like, mm, yeah, not feeling it today. I, I was like, what? <laughs> but I didn't. Know. <laughs> I think that works. Why? 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 Do, why does a man think I know what's really going to win me over here? It's my cock. Like, I know, at least, like at least have your dog in the background or something. Yeah. <laughs> like show. Be in the kitchen. Show me you just put away the dishes or something. You know, yeah. something. Give me something else. <laughs> I, I just, I just, I don't understand how that that functionality that brain just goes. If I send my cock, I'm, 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 I'm onto a winner, eh? Like, yeah. I just, I, I don't, it, I, I can't fathom it. I just, I just don't understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the math definitely is not math in there. So. I I am just very happy to see that there have been men who are genuinely interested yes. in taking the advice on it. And I love as well, you, in the comments, you see women being like, fuck, I wish my husband did this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, don't be shy. Send it to him. What's his username? I'll send it to him. Like, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> but I, I think it's so important, though, that you don't just focus on women with these poses. You do focus on men. Because obviously... It's an important to not only women want to feel sexy, men do too. And I, I, as much as a man probably has their self-pride and doesn't want to admit it, we do. <laughs> yeah, and I think that I think that's also what really stemmed and piqued my interest with doing portraits for men too. Um, because you can't you can't just assume that a whole gender out there doesn't deserve to feel good about themselves just because they they don't do that as much in the media or what you see online like i think times are changing so that that was my perspective on it and honestly you can't tell me otherwise based off of the videos that men are already loving the tutorials alone it's almost like there's a stigma around it isn't there in a way mm-hmm. it's like if men are doing stuff like oh what, what, you know, what are you doing that for we're, me- we're not meant to talk about feelings or anything like that we're meant to be men just do and drink things but drink things fuck things and eat <laughs> that's it that's all we're meant to do it's just so yeah yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I do think there's a stigma. Yeah, I, I think there's a stigma with men with it being like, oh, it's it's just them doing that just because they're trying to get laid or something. And then yeah. for women, for women, it's, oh, half the time people will be like, she just wants to show off her body. It's like, I think both want to do it because they both want to feel good about themselves. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. So I'm going to expose myself a little bit here doing this, but... A few years ago, Tom knows this. I lost quite a bit of weight. I lost six stone, eighty-four pounds for America, and all all I've 
ever since all I've done is hate my body still, (laughs) which is something that I want to work on is my own self-acceptance. So that's part of why I started following you is looking at your videos. And I've wanted to try some of your poses (laughs) to see if I, you know, I can help with my own confidence, but I can't quite bring myself to do it because, you know, that confidence just says, no, Jamie, don't do it. But do you get comments like that a lot with people just like, I want to do it, but I can't bring myself to do it. Yeah, I do get people that say that, or they do say that they try them and they still don't like it. Um, I'll tell you what, like name one person that doesn't have 40 photos of the exact same pose in their phone because they're trying to get the photo. We all experience it and we all have to go through seeing ourselves in that different perspective because psychologically, um, we actually see ourselves differently when we're looking at ourselves in the mirror versus in a photo. So more times than not, that's why you don't actually like how you look in the photo sometimes is because it looks different from what you see when you're looking at yourself in that exact moment. So I would just encourage anybody who feels like that just to keep trying it. Um, or worst case, you know, I'll, I'll just let you um, pay for the expenses and I'll just start doing some traveling stuff. Worst case comes, yeah. Worst case comes down to it, it'll be like, well, let me just do it. If you can't figure it out, I'll just come home. Just come here. Just come over. Fly over to my house. Take some pictures yeah. for me, Jessica. Mm-hmm. That, that's, <laughs> I, that was going to lead into what I was going to ask you actually is, would you ever think about expanding and going elsewhere, going elsewhere in America, Canada, or abroad? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if... I don't know if I'll do traveling stuff in America, honestly, because at this point... Um, I would say that we are one of the studios that more times than not, most of our clients travel into our studio. Yeah. So a lot of them fly, a lot of them drive a few hours, but I would love to go to other countries. I wouldn't mind it. Um, I think the biggest thing would be, I would need people, I would need a decent group of people committed because if I come over, don't get me wrong. I appreciate the vacation. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But if you suddenly aren't answering your phone and it's like, Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah but, good point. I mean, we well, we do. We require prepayments at least for our minimum, um, so it makes it where you guys don't have to be stressed out uh, worrying about that. So when you come in, you already have something purchased, and then when you look at your photos after the fact, if you want to upgrade, then you can. So I think no matter what, it wouldn't be a worry. It would just be figuring out the details. So mm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that it's something that we would it not do okay yeah watch this space i guess like i i know a couple of photographers that go to like greece and um italy and whatnot and those are really popular areas so i don't know i would definitely consider maybe one of those two to start italy is well both countries are stunning so but yeah if i could recommend any be italy yeah absolutely Do you get quite a few people that say, like, like I said, then people that can't bring themselves to do it, but say they're on the fence, like, I want to do this, but I need a little help. What? How do you have like ways? That, oh, she's nodding. She knows what. How do you? How do you convince people to take that step? Whether it be taking pictures at home, coming to the studio, or not, is how do you talk people into it? Oh yeah. So it depends. On, it depends on the answer. If they tell me it's because their spouse won't let them, then I always recommend, you know, what's their name, and I'll bully them a little bit. But if <laughs> like, what? Where do they work? Let me know. 
but other reasons they're just like well you know i'm i'm in texas which is who knows how many hours away but you're over there i'm like oh my god mini vacation so sad i guess i'll see you anyway (laughs) that's that's just what i tell everybody i'm like you can't give me that excuse because half the time when you're commenting that on like my instagram more times than not that person's photo was somebody that traveled in so that's that's kind of what i say most of the time i like that i like that yeah. so, has any like companies sort of like outsource has anybody like other companies been like i love what you do can you come and do some stuff for us um not necessarily um that's more of like a commercial type situation okay. and I've kind of, I've had a few clients personally be interested in like using their photos for their own companies, but um, yeah, I don't really get a lot of those questions just because I, I don't do current commercial work. I would imagine I'd get more if I did. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 So now you said that, you got me thinking, because obviously we're, we're living in a world now where like things like OnlyFans and Patreons and stuff are just such a huge thing. I ma- Do you get quite a few clients that like, getting photos for those sort of subscription services um not that i'm aware of uh i did try doing a business only fans and i got like 64 bucks or something out of it so like (laughs) i didn't didn't really get success on it but if i do have clients who do it i'm definitely not aware but i've had other clients that have like submitted their photos to like that inked magazine contest that america does i don't know if it's international maybe and i've had clients that get all all the way up to the top like 10 and that before but nothing nothing like serious so far yeah so obviously when i when i emailed you i said you know i wanted to have this conversation about body confidence because it is such a huge thing in the world today and like i said it's it's mad to me to say this, but as hypocritical as what I was just saying a minute ago, but how many people suffering from body confidence issues do you have come in and think like, you know, let, let's get to say, like, I want to take these photos to help me, to help me get over my issues. Um, honestly, a hundred percent of them, even if they say that they they're coming in as like a wedding present or because they just want to do photos with their spouse if they don't mention it at the beginning of the session, at the end of it, I always hear them say that, you know, they realize that they had been wanting to do this to feel better about themselves. You are changing the world, Jess. That's what you're doing. Thanks. I try. Person by person, slowly <laughs> but surely, you are making everybody feel absolutely amazing about themselves. So when you first started, body skate boudoir did you expect to have the success that you've had did you expect to be so massive now uh no and to some degree i i still don't really consider myself as being like a big business or a big presence even though i know that i have like a lot of followers on our social media that doesn't always equate to a successful business um so I don't know. I don't know what I was anticipating, but I definitely wasn't anticipating to be at this level, let alone this level like that dramatically. Yeah. It kind of went from like zero to a hundred, like immediately. (laughs) It's like, oh, got some people. Oh, 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 hang on. Where's that? Where's the people coming from? What's going on? (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, I, I don't have enough time to even answer all of you guys. Like what's happening. (laughs) 
I was going to say, you've got like one million followers on TikTok or something like that, haven't you? So, you know, there's a lot of people. I know. And it's kind of nerve wracking too, because I'm just like, this means that I have to like actually not look like a homeless person when I got in public, because I don't know who knows me right now. <laughs> a lot of pressure. <laughs> I mean, I doubt you look like a homeless person anyway, just to be quite honest with you. Honestly, you, well, you wouldn't know because I'm too busy looking homeless. So you might not know if you saw me. Oh, well, <laughs> true. Fair, fair point. You've definitely got me there. So uh, I'll just I'll just be, stay quiet over here in my little box up in the top left. All right. <laughs> um, I've totally forgot what I was going to say now. Thrown me, you see? Thrown me. Shit. Oh, Jamie, carry on. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to take it back to talk about body confidence issues. Like, I think it's nuts in 2022 that it's still a big thing. But... Because, you know, people come in all different shapes and sizes and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But what do, you, what do you think it is that's still causing these issues today, like in today's society still? Um, I think that it really boils down to a few factors. Um, for one, a lot of us just aren't open about like our struggles. So we see social media and we're seeing the highlights of everybody. If we look at advertisement, we're seeing the best of everybody. So I think when everybody sees all that information and they digest it, we just are so easy to look at ourselves and be more critical. Um, And that's why for me, I try to make people feel comfortable right off of the bat by being honest about, you know, hey, I look like this in my videos or, hey, I struggle with this. Um, And I try to show those different things that while it makes me insecure, it makes it more relatable to the people watching me. So they realize that it's not that big of a deal. Um, Cause you don't, you don't know if whether or not somebody next to you has the same insecurity. So I just think us not having that open conversation and comparing ourselves to each other and everything online is really what allows that to continue to grow. Yeah. I was going to say though, I get the feeling a lot of it is caused by social media as as good as social media can be for a lot of things. I mean that people comparing themselves to people on social media is probably the biggest thing. And I'm guilty of it. I'm sure everyone in this world is probably guilty of it at some point. Oh yeah. And like a more, a more like, I guess like out there um, point to say too, especially like when you look at things like pornography, for example, that is not the realistic body that most people are going to naturally have. It's not wrong to get things like plastic surgery or do procedures. Um, because for me, I make that be part of my message where you can embrace yourself, but also don't feel embarrassed to do things that you want to do for your body. But I think a lot of people also see that too. And they're like, uh, my boobs don't exactly stay up like that. Or my stomach does not do that. And that's also another really key aspect where it's like, again, that's the highlight. You're not seeing the rest of it. Yeah, absolutely. It's weird isn't it? because you see this world where you see big people on social media, like men as well. You get women being like, oh, fuck it, dad bods. I love me a dad bod. And then all the comments are like, no, you don't. I've got a dad bod. No, you don't. <laughs> it's, like, it's like even when we're in the world where people are promoting body positivity, everyone is still like, nah, it's not real. <laughs> you're saying it could to make me feel better it's not working you're all lying all one million of you are fucking lying 
I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's one of those things where it's like, you're always going to be fighting the resistance of it all. Like I, I get so many strange comments on mine too. Like, especially I feel like, I feel like somebody's 10 year old down in the basement is continuously like insulting me every single day. Cause, <laughs> Cause I get comments are just like, why is this 40 year old woman teaching me how to do this? That's dumb. And I'm like, that's pretty rude. Cause I just got a lot of Botox for you to tell me I look that old. But second of all, <laughs> you should be watching this if you feel that way. That's so rude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I told my ejector that I'm just like, I'm just like, that's so rude. I can't even move anything up here. <laughs> I can't expressively be angry because yeah. I know. <laughs> on the inside I'm boiling, but on the outside, just <laughs> Just glowing. I know. Yeah. Just like I'm, I'm so mad right now. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think there's a way out of this? Like, do you think there's a way that we, you know, is this going to be an issue forever? Do you think? Or do you think there's actually something we could do, maybe, to actually make our get our way out of this instead of all bloody hating ourselves? Mm, I don't know. Honestly, I would like to say that continuing to be like open about body positivity is part of it, but to a degree, I feel like we're also not completely the best studio out there because we do like doing smoothing to photos and we do like putting you in the poses that is going to complement your body the best. I'm not going to put you in a pose to purposely go out of my way for my audience to make you look like you have cellulite, like you're paying me and I'm going to make sure you feel the best way possible. So in a way, I think that there, it's always going to be there because a woman could be the same shape as them, be the same size as them, but they'll see that photo and think, well, why don't I look like her? It's like, because you aren't in the studio. Like that's literally the only difference. So I think yeah. we're always going to be fighting that to some degree. I think you can work on doing more positive messages and videos like what we put out there but i think it'll always be there to some extent yeah and like you were saying about uh, pornography and everything and like uh, mod modeling and that sort of thing like there's obviously a lot of filter now mm -hmm. especially online I, instagram filters seem to be all the rage at the moment. and i think snapchat started with the with the dog and the cat and whatever else and so we're like ah we can go one better than that and obviously people are putting unrealistic pictures of themselves upon and then so that people are going, but I don't look like this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's where people, like you say, where people are comparing themselves to other people. It's like, but they don't look like that. That's not them. That's not the real person. Behind yeah, them, like, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like we won't, we won't put a dog filter on you, but I'm definitely going to make you look more glowy than you would on your normal day. And you don't typically have professional hair and makeup done every single day. So I feel like when I see people compare themselves or mention something on our photos, it's like, they don't even look like that every single day themselves. Like they're doing this because they want to look like the best version in that moment. And they yeah. want to print that, to put it on the wall, to see that and remember it. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, you're saying, okay, this is the best version of himself. But at the end of the day, that is them. Yeah. It's still them. You can add a filter, you can do whatever you want. That's them. So, you know, that is going to make you feel damn good about yourself. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love it. And even my shy clients, like, <laughs> I think I, I think I scare them sometimes because I'll show them the back of the camera. I'm just like, freaking look at you. 
like, I am obsessed with you. You can't leave anymore. You're staying here the rest of the day. I'm like, all right, calm down. It's changed the radiator. They're like, oh, oh I, I, yeah. literally. I know. I'm just like, do you have anywhere to be? I'm going to lock the door real quick. Get back in that pose. I know. Stop moving. Shut up and show me your ass. Yeah. I'm just like, the highlight looks so perfect. So. <laughs> so before we start wrapping up, though, I do want to re- reflect on something Tom said earlier. It's like, And it's a big thank you, really, for what you do, because I think there's no doubt you've probably helped so many people's self-confidence. And in turn, that helps people's mental health. And as a society nowadays, it's a big thing. A big focus is on people's mental health. And I honestly genuinely think for what you do, you've probably helped so many people more than you realize with social media. I think that's amazing. Yeah, I I definitely hope so. That's always been the goal for it. So I feel like despite getting like troll comments or anything, I see more positive comments every single day. So that is telling me that I'm doing my job. Yeah. And I imagine you doing that also makes you happy as well. Yeah, I I tell I tell a lot of um, other people in the industry because I don't have the most engagement on our channels. Um, I mean, honestly, it just depends. Some people have more comments. Some people don't. We have a decent amount. Um, And I get a lot of clients in the studio too, but I tell people that both are different. So don't base like your social following off of how successful your business is. And also realize whether or not you want virality yourself because you find out quickly if you can handle that. Because we get a lot of positive comments, but you quickly find out if you're meant to deal with the same amount of the bad comments. Mm. I, I suppose they're doing your photography and making these people feel absolutely wonderful and making them look absolutely banging on a daily basis also nurtures you and helps you and makes you feel like, I can't believe I get to do this on a daily basis. This is incredible. I'm basically living out my dream. Yeah, I think I'm just missing like the yacht or something. So I'm still yeah. <laughs> still working on the dream. But <laughs> I'm baby steps. I just need like Jeff Bezos to come into the studio next or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm definitely working on it. It, it does make me feel good. Um, and for myself, like I always deal with my own insecurities with my own body and my own mental health. So it's it's really nice to allow other people who might be going through those same struggles to feel differently because of their photo shoot. I love that. But you're absolutely right. Like, did I see that you've done like boudoir shoots yourself? Was that in a turn to help you with your own confidence issues? Yeah, I, I've taken my own photos and then I've actually traveled to some other photographers myself and done some photos. Um, and yeah, I wanted to also do it because I think if you're going to be in that industry, then you need to experience it yourself to understand like how your client feels. So I really liked it. Um, and it kind of like allowed me to get in a better mindset again, to start taking more time for myself. Cause like I've lost like 35 pounds recently after I did my photo shoot and a lot of my clients do that too. Yeah. Huge. Good work. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I do- so before we start wrapping up, I did just want one final question I wanted to ask you. Is what would you say is probably the most rewarding thing about what you do? 
Um, I feel like the most rewarding thing, honestly, outside of the comments of just how good people feel, um, the best moments are actually my couples or clients who come in who have struggled with things like infertility and um, they tell me after their photo shoot, whether it was just they just had a different way of approaching themselves or maybe it just made their sex life different. But I've had a lot of clients in that area say that they got pregnant afterwards and they thought it was because of our photo shoots. So I feel like that's probably the best. Yeah, that's probably the best feeling out of the job so far. That's amazing. And yeah. if it's a girl, I hope they named it Jessica. Yeah. And I'm just like, uh, when's the baby shower? Like, where's my invite? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll be the godmother. Thank you for asking. I know. You don't even have to ask. I'll already do it. Break my leg. <laughs> Tom, have you got any more questions? Yeah. Have you got any for the future going forward, any ideas or anything you want to bring into Bondscape Boudoir or just any, you know, are you happy with the way it's going? I just want to keep going and keep rolling with the punches. Um, I'm somebody that's always like not satisfied. I'm always interested in focusing on more stuff and growing it more. So there already is progress so far. You know, we have a second studio that I've kind of started showing photos of, um, but I'm expanding into a third one that we just got on the same floor. Yeah. So I think that there's just always growth. Like I want to keep growing that. I want to keep growing in other business ventures because I, I just love the idea of doing things period by owning a business. So I feel like the possibilities are endless because i'm going to see some new idea so i'm like all right adding it to my list (laughs) well i wish you every success with all of it jessica it's just incredible to see this and the fact that you've grown so rapidly in is it three years um is it's literally (laughs) mind-blowing yeah i i forget that it hasn't been long at all until somebody asks me about it i'm like hold on when did i start again (laughs) yeah Knocking out the proverbial ballpark. But I love it because like Tom said, you know, you've been so successful, not only in your studio, but with social media and stuff like that. You you just, as Tom said, smashing it out of the ballpark. It's incredible. But before we let you go, we like to play a little game with our guests if you're willing to partake. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) We We call it the quick fire round. And all it is, is we ask you five questions and they're all about you. And just answer them as quick as you can. I feel like I'm going to like panic and say something that's a complete lie, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you live? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Somewhere. In a house. (laughs) (laughs) First question. Nice and easy one. What was the first concert you ever went to? Uh, Lady Gaga. I've always wanted to see Gaga live. That's a strong yeah. first gig as well. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> I like that. What's your favorite pizza topping? Mm, tomatoes. I like vegan pizza. Ah, uh, okay. Nice. Okay. Yep, fair. We'll, we'll go with that. We're not judging here. <laughs> I don't know, maybe a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> as you mentioned them earlier, I'm going to have to ask what's your favorite dad joke to tell? Um, gosh, honestly, 
probably something about if the refrigerator is running. I feel like it, I feel like I don't have a favorite. I just say some cheesy thing in the moment and then I'm like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> Save that like it's, it's, it's different. It's different every time. And I'm just like, I don't know where that just came from. <laughs> <laughs> if there was going to be a movie of your life, who would play you? Honestly, I would love Scarlett Johansson because I would like them to give me the ego boost and like pretend that that's actually me. They'll be like, she's an exact twin of the real person. Don't look it up. Just trust us. (laughs) Phenomenal answer. (laughs) (laughs) And last but not least, if you were to get yourself a time machine, go back in time and give one piece of advice to young little Miss Jessica when she was growing up, what would that be? Um, probably trust your instinct and do the thing you're thinking about and everybody's telling you otherwise because you're going to end up doing it in a few years anyway. Love, love that. Trust yourself. Trust yourself. Yeah. like that. Love that. Jessica, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, thank you. It was great talking to you guys. Oh, too kind, too kind. But yeah, thank you. I absolutely loved it. Time's flown by. It's been a great evening. Well, for you, afternoon. I, I, that still throws me up every time. Yeah, it's like a different time. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. I mean, you're not missing much here in the future, to be honest with you. Nothing really happens in the next six hours. <laughs> Spoiler no. alert. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we let it go, is there any social media, any plugs, websites, etc. you'd like to, for everyone to go check out? Yeah. Um, you know, we have a couple of channels. You can check out our website, bodyscapeboudoir.com. Our Instagram is just bodyscapeboudoir, undercase KCMO. And then we also have um, our TikTok as well. I think that one is just bodyscapeboudoir. We have a couple of backups is why I say I think. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Those are the three main ones. And no matter which channel you go to, um, we do have a women's only Facebook group as well. So if anybody is interested in joining, they can. It has the link on there. Oh, fantastic. Amazing. Like that. So everyone out there, go follow her socials and go give some of these poses a try. You might feel a little bit better about yourself. I, I will. I will gain the courage and I will do it at some point. Yeah. We should actually do a second podcast after this where i show up and just do photo shoots of you guys and then i'll be the one asking you guys questions <gasps> that's, that's yes that's, i'm down me, me and tom in a couple's boudoir session i'm down i know <laughs> i'll be like how do you guys feel now do you feel closer not physically but emotionally <laughs> yes just i do i'll leave my afters like jessica you won't believe this i felt pregnant after i did your shoot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes, you are invited to the baby shower. Thank you. Thank you. I expect the middle name to be mine. Absolutely. Of course. (laughs) Jessica, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time out to sit and chat to us. We really appreciate it and hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, guys. No, it's all okay. Just a sidestep from that into that might be one of my new favorite intros that has ever been done on this show. Sexy as fuck in any position possible. Thank you, sir. Thank you very, very much. But no, what a fantastic conversation. Like, I love this woman's outlook on life. I absolutely love it so much. You know, 
and the way she just makes all these people who come in there and they naturally feel very insecure, they're naturally nervous. And the fact that she makes them feel comfortable telling fucking dad jokes is just fantastic. And it's not just for women. No, 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 no. no. That is Many another thing that as I well. took out. And couples yeah. as well. Anybody, whoever you are, whatever you do, it doesn't matter. Get involved. And people out there, go check out her Jessica's TikTok. Go follow me. Go try some of her poses. Let us know how you get on. You don't need to send them us. Don't worry. But just let us know how you get on. Did they help you? Did they make you feel a little bit better about yourself? Give Absolutely. them a try. Jessica, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. We hope that you all enjoy listening to it as much as we did recording it. Mr. Stevens. Yes, hiya. Talking to participation time. Oh, delicious. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to participate in Jamie's participation challenge. This week I said, in the past, I asked you for your best jokes. But this week, we're going to take it up a little notch. I want to hear your best dad jokes. Let's see how many times we can make my friend Tom here facepalm. So what say you, Mr. Stevens? I mean, the one I used about the blood, the blood, uh, giving blood thing on the journal a while back was one of my, definitely one of my favourites. Um, but I read one today, which was, um, I had to take my son to hospital for the fact that he shoved 28, 28 horses up his bum. His condition is stable. <laughs> oh, I, I just so many amazing dad jokes in there. Like, I have a horse, I named him Mayo because mayonnaise. Yeah. Never yell into a colander, you strain your voice. That's awful. And how many how many meals a day does Vin Diesel eat? Only two. Breakfast and Breck Furious. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Let's get to some answers. Brandon Walker says, oh, it's my time to shine. What do you call a rooster born out of wedlock and has a bad attitude? Cocky bastard. Yeah, you can do. <laughs> David Farmer. How many philosophers does it take to change a light bulb? Change is inevitable. <laughs> Trevor Hart, what do you call a boomerang that doesn't return? Stick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on, a, on a similar feel, Jennifer DeBartlo, what is brown and sticky? A stick. A stick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this might be my... Actually, I'm, no, I'm saving that to last because that is actually my favourite one. <laughs> John Westwood, my dad's getting involved with a classic. What do you get if you cross a kangaroo with a sheep? A woolly jumper. Yep, you do. Absolutely. Christmas Alan, cracker there, John. Alan Hancock. What do you call a man with no ears? Anything you want, you can't fucking hear. <laughs> <laughs> That's two it's got me there. My mum got involved now. Debbie Wyatt, what, when does a joke become a dad joke? When it becomes apparent. Oh, Paul. <laughs> Nina Hewitson comes in with two great ones here. What do you call a Roman with a cold? Julius Sneezer. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and what's a pirate's favourite cheese? Cheddar. Right. <laughs> good. Um, last but not least, my favourite one. I love this one. Kaylee Ann. What's Forrest Gump's Facebook password? One forest one. 
Oh, oh Jamie. <laughs> I love a good dad joke, especially because you're so straight-faced on dad jokes, for fuck's sake. I mean, some of them are great, mate. Some of them are great, but they're really, really Christmas cracker ones. And the kid one, I just can't, I'm just not a big fan. But that's just, that's just me. That's not for, you know, every, people can appreciate dad jokes, which is fine. Um, I can appreciate some, not all. Uh, but again, I guess I'm just a bit of a wanker. Um, if you enjoy all of Jamie's participation, we appreciate all of your answers. Thank you so much. And you enjoy being treached by Callum. You enjoy that journal of mine, the interview and all the absolute other waffly bollocks that we speak at the beginning of this episode. Then you enjoy the other 37 editions of the Chronicles of Podcast. We're almost halfway to 100. Um, you can come and join us on our little YouTube channel at the Chronicles of Podcast. Hit that subscribe button right now. Hit that bell so you get notified every time a video gets released. And comments as much as physically fucking possible. You can find the you can find the episodes on Spotify, on uh, Google and Apple Podcasts, also on our YouTube channel and our Spotify, Google and Apple. You can also find something we like to call hashtag WBW Way Back Wednesday, and they are old episodes from our old channel. We are bringing to our new one. We are almost completely up to date, which is beautiful. We are very excited by this. You can then also come and find us on Facebook at The Chronicles of Podcast. Hit that button, follow our page, give us all the love and subscribe to that too. Then come on down um, to a place, what's it called, Jamie? Oh, I know that one. Oh, what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Ig, Ig, Iggy Graham. You can find us on the Twitter. Oh, that one. At TCO Pod. Do you know where else you can find us, Jamie? Oh, where can you find us? On the Insta, oh, yeah. at TCO Pod. You can also find us on the old TikTok at TCO Pod too. Come and follow us. There's a shit ton of content on there as well. You can also come and find us at our beautifully brand spanking new, sexy, deliciously, incredibly wonderful new website at www.thechroniclesofpodcast.com. You can find all of our episodes on there, all about us on there, all of our sponsors are on there. Sophie Lancaster Foundation, Stay Cozy, and obviously the audio drama feed as well. You can also come and see us live Saturday, May 28th at Scrappy Murphy's in Birmingham, UK. 7pm doors open. We're putting on a live podcast slash show with the mighty Wraith headlining. Neptune Rain, Second Cities, and Death is a Girl is one not missed. Tickets are £7.00. Uh, online or £8 on the door. All proceeds going to the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. The Chronicles of Podcast. Downloaders, reviewers, raters, sharers, tell all of your friends about us. Allow us into your ears. But most importantly, Jamie, cook us at 240 degrees. Gas mark six. Absolutely. For how long? 15 minutes. Ooh. Doesn't take long to cook us and give us no. cover some butter and salt. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> Before we get out of here, shall we say thank you to a few of our friends? We have to say thank you to Mr. Matt Roberts. Every single little piece of music you hear on this show is courtesy of Mr. Matt Roberts at Matt Roberts Music. Go check him out on Spotify. He's got a ton of stuff on there for you to go listen to. And all of it is fantastic. So go check it out right now. You can also check out our friends at Stay Cozy. Mr. Braden Barry himself, his fantastic clothing line. Look at that T-shirt Tom's wearing. 
Doesn't it look cosy? Doesn't it look beautiful? You can get yourself one of them as well as many, 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 many others. Head on over to staycozyclothing.com or download the app in your Play Store right now. Add whatever you want to your basket and put in that discount code, The Chronicles, at checkout and get yourself 10% off your entire order. It's fantastic. You can't say no to that. And speaking of Mr. Barry, we probably should have mentioned this earlier. A couple of weeks ago, we had the Chronicles of Dake and Tyke. To celebrate 420, Dake and Tyke released an album on Spotify, and it is superb. Yeah, absolutely it incredible. Half the songs we spoke about on that show are on there, and just some other doozies. Go and check it out. It's only 12 minutes. It ain't going to take a lot of your time. Go check it out. Go have a giggle. And now your phone, your phone doesn't go off in the mushroom, man. What? His phone goes after the Mushroom Man song. I thought I heard that. <laughs> and last but not least, no, we missed someone. <gasps> I do apologise. As you spoke to heard from Frank earlier, audio drama feed, where you can get all your audio dramas from, whether that be Val Toby, Marty and Mars, Bounty Hunters, and so much more. You can never be a loss of things to listen to at audiodramafeed.com. So head on over. And last but not least, the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. The reason we are here every week to stamp out prejudice, hatred, intolerance everywhere. And I mean everywhere. As I mentioned last week, there was that ridiculous situation that happened in Glasgow. Because unfortunately, this is still happening today. So a lot of work needs to be done. So throw some support towards the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. Head on over to their website, sophielancasterfoundation.com and find out what you can do, whether it be something simple, sharing a link to people who might not even know what this foundation is, whether it be donating some cash dollar dollar, whether it be buying something from the merch store, get yourself one of these hoodies. They're really comfy. Get one of the t-shirts that we normally wear. Get anything. There's so much stuff you can buy on that store and you're helping fund this amazing charity. And of course, as Tom said earlier, come to our charity show. You can check out some live bands. You can have a laugh with your boys and help raise money for this fantastic cause. So go on over to sophielancasterfoundation.com. Find out what you can do to help and do it. Help because it's charity. Exactly. Jamie, I could not have said it any better myself. And that concludes another episode of the Chronicles of Podcast. Another absolute doozy, I feel. Indeed. We're almost at 40. We're almost at 40. I love it. It's good. We shall keep bringing it to you, hopefully. Jessica, thank you so much. You, uh, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Hopefully you enjoyed sitting down and chatting to us as much as we did. We absolutely loved it, and we appreciate you taking the time out. And as for this week, we're going to see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye! Bye.